Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode begins Season 3 of Manly Tales, where we're talking about the life of King David. Today's episode is about the story of David and Goliath. Let's listen together. The Philistines drew up their troops for battle. They deployed them at Sokah in Judah and set up camp between Sokah and Ezekah in Ephesdemim. Saul and the Israelites came together, camped at Oak Valley, and spread out their troops in battle readiness for the Philistines. The Philistines were on one hill the Israelites on the opposing hill with the valley between them. A giant, nearly ten feet tall, stepped out from the Philistine line into the open. Goliath from Gath. He had a bronze helmet on his head and was dressed in armor, a hundred and twenty-six pounds of it. He wore bronze shin guards and carried a bronze sword. His spear was like a fence rail. The spear tip alone weighed over fifteen pounds. His shield-bearer walked ahead of him. Goliath stood there and called out to the Israelite troops, Why bother using your whole army? Am I not Philistine enough for you? And you are all committed to Saul, aren't you? So pick your best fighter and pin him against me. If he gets the upper hand and kills me, (laughs) the Philistines will all become your slaves. But if I get the upper hand and kill him, you'll all become our slaves and serve us. I challenge the troops of Israel this day. Give me a man. Let us fight it out together. When Saul and his troops heard the Philistines' challenge, they were terrified and lost all hope. Enter David. He was the son of Jesse the Ephrathite from Bethlehem in Judah. Jesse, the father of eight sons, was himself too old to join Saul's army. Jesse's three oldest sons had followed Saul to war. The names of the three sons who had joined up with Saul were Eliab, the firstborn, next Abinadab, and the third Shammah. David was the youngest son. While his three oldest brothers went to war with Saul, David went back and forth from attending to Saul to attending his father's sheep in Bethlehem. Each morning and evening for 40 days, Goliath took his stand and made his speech. One day, Jesse told David, his son, Take these snacks of cracked wheat and these ten loaves of bread, and run them down to your brothers in camp, and take these ten wedges of cheese to the captain of their division. Check in on your brothers and see whether they are getting along all right, and let me know how they're doing. Saul and your brothers, and all the Israelites in their war with the Philistines in Oak Valley. David was up at the crack of dawn, and having arranged for someone to tend his flock, took the food and was on his way just as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the army was moving into battle formation, shouting the war cry. 
Israel and the Philistines moved into position, facing each other, battle ready. David left his bundles of food in care of a sentry, ran to the troops who were deployed, and greeted his brothers. While they were talking together, the Philistine champion Goliath of Gath stepped out from the front lines of the Philistines and gave his usual challenge. David heard him. The Israelites, to a man, fell back the moment they saw the giant, totally frightened. The talk amongst the troops was, Have you ever seen anything like this? This man openly and defiantly challenging Israel? The man who kills the giant will have it made. The king will give him a huge reward, offer his daughter as a bride, and give him his entire family a free ride. David, who was talking to the men standing around him, asked, What's in it for the man who kills that Philistine and gets rid of this ugly blot on Israel's honor? Who does he think he is anyway? this uncircumcised Philistine taunting the armies of God alive. They told him what everyone was saying about what the king would do for the man who killed the Philistine. Eliab, his older brother, heard David fraternizing with the men and lost his temper. What are you doing here? Why aren't you minding your own business, tending that scrawny flock of sheep? I know what you're up to. You've come here to see the sights, hoping for a right side seat at the bloody battle. What is it with you? replied David. All I did was ask a question. Ignoring his brother, he turned to someone else, asked the same question, and got the same answer as before. The things David was saying were picked up and reported to Saul. Saul sent for him. Master, David said, don't give up hope. I'm ready to go and fight this Philistine. Saul answered David, you can't go and fight this Philistine. You're too young and inexperienced, and he's been at this fighting business since before you were born. David said, I've been a shepherd tending sheep for my father. Whenever a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I'd go after it, knock it down, and rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I'd grab it by the throat, wring its neck, and kill it. Lion or bear makes no difference. I killed it. And I'll do the same to this Philistine pig who is taunting the troops of God alive. God, who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear, will deliver me from this Philistine. Saul said, Go, and God help you. Then Saul outfitted David as a soldier in armor. He put his bronze helmet on his head and belted his sword on him over the armor. David tried to walk, but he could hardly budge. David told Saul, I can't even move with all this stuff on me. I'm not used to this. And he took it all off. Then David took his shepherd's staff, selected five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in the pocket of his shepherd's pack. And with his sling in his hand, approached Goliath. As the Philistine paced back and forth, his shield-bearer in front of him, he noticed David. He took one look down on him and sneered. A mere boy, apple-cheeked and peach-fuzzed? The Philistine ridiculed David. Am I a dog that you'd come after me with a stick? And he cursed him by his gods. Come on, said the Philistine. I'll make roadkill out of you for the buzzards. I'll turn you into a tasty morsel for the field mice. David answered, You come at me with sword and spear and battle axe. I come at you in the name of God of the angel armies, the God of Israel's troops, whom you curse and mock. This very day, God is handing you over to me. 
I'm about to kill you, cut off your head, serve up your body and the bodies of your Philistine buddies to the crowd of coyotes. The whole earth will know that there's an extraordinary God in Israel, and everyone gathered here will learn that God doesn't save by means of a sword or spear. The battle belongs to God, and he's handing you to us on a platter. That roused the Philistine, and he started towards David. David took off from the front line, running towards the Philistine. David reached into his pocket for a stone, slung it, and hit the Philistine hard in the forehead, embedding the stone deeply. The Philistine crashed face down in the dirt. That's how David beat the Philistine, with a sling and a stone. He hit him and killed him. No sword for David. Then David ran up to the Philistine and stood over him, pulled the giant sword from its sheath, and finished the job by cutting off his head. When the Philistines saw that their great champion was dead, they scattered, running for their lives. The men of Israel and Judah were up on their feet, shouting. They chased the Philistines all the way to the outskirts of Gath and the gates of Ekron. Wounded Philistines were strewn along the Shalom Road, all the way to Gath and Ekron. After chasing the Philistines, the Israelites came back and looted their camp. David took the Philistines' head and brought it to Jerusalem, but the giant's weapons he placed in his own tent. When Saul saw David go out to meet the Philistine, he said to Abner, commander of the army, Tell me about this young man's family. Abner said, For the life of me, O king, I don't know. The king said, Well, find out the lineage of this raw youth. As soon as David came back from killing the Philistine, Abner brought him, the Philistine's head still in his hand, straight to Saul. Saul asked him, Young man, whose son are you? I'm the son of your servant Jesse, said David, the one who lives in Bethlehem. Okay, we're getting started into season three of Manly Tales, and man, I'm excited about the fact that we are doing stories from the life of King David, and this story in particular is such a cool, epic story to be able to get started with as we listen to the story of David and Goliath. I mean, this is a real famous story, you know, no matter what, but I think just all of the elements of it fit so well on the Manly Tales podcast. So I'd love to hear from you guys as we get started into this season about King David. What did you really like about this story of David and Goliath? Um, I mean, obviously, I love the part where David slayed Goliath and he triumphantly stole Goliath's sword and chopped his head off. And then they were able to run down the Philistines army. I just thought that was, you know, I mean, it's the best part of the story. Yeah, it's like an epic movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What else, Colton, any any other moments in the story that you kind of liked? I know Eli kind of stole the main thunder there, but what were some other moments that you liked? Uh, I mean, I obviously liked when David killed Goliath. That's yeah. like the main part and best part of the story. But kind of like I also liked how David, like when the king was like, here, take my armor to go slay the Goliath. But David was like, yeah, no thanks. It's too big for me and I don't want to wear it. I was like, I, if I, I would never say that to someone that was as high a statue or status as him. 
Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was a neat way of, you know, just sort of hearing what David was like and just that he had some kind of humility to him and he knew what he was comfortable with and was going to do what he was going to do. And I, I like that. I like that about him, that he was just kind of willing to jump out into the battle, just knowing, hey, I'm going to be at my best when I'm doing what I'm familiar with and not just trying to look like what somebody else thinks I ought to look like. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that was good. Okay, well, here on the Manly Tales podcast, we love to talk about what we can learn about being a man from the stories that we listen to. And the way that we do that is by talking about our five marks of manhood. And those things are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And we believe that every man should demonstrate those things in his life as part of what it means to be a man. So as you guys listen to this story about David and Goliath, what were some of the marks of manhood that you heard come up in the story? Uh, a mark of manhood that I saw was courage. Because, well, like I said earlier, it would take a lot of courage to say no to, um, well, to say no to a king and, well, slay a nine-foot-tall man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the whole thing is about courage, I think, in some ways of charging into a battle that everyone else in the army of Israel was unwilling to charge into, you know, but David was willing to do it. So, yeah, definitely a lot of courage. Eli, what about you? Any marks of manhood that stood out to you? I mean, I definitely just saw, like, um, David's allegiance to God. I mean, like... The whole time, the only reason David was willing to go onto the battlefield and fight Goliath was because he knew that God was with him and Goliath was defying what God was, you know, like he was defying God's army. And so that was like something. Yeah, for sure. I think that's very prominent in the story. It's just, you know, David's willingness that he's going out in the name of the Lord. And he felt like uh, Goliath and the Philistines were defying God's armies. And, you know, his confidence was really in the fact that God was with him. And I, yeah, I agree. All of that was a, a big part of the story. Um, I thought, too, you know, one of the things uh, or a couple of things that I saw were skill and strength. I mean, David very obviously had some skill with the sling and with, you know, being able to fight off uh, other creatures. I mean, just, you know, like his story when he's going to King Saul and telling him why he ought to go out and fight Goliath. He's like, well, you know, I, I'm out there attending the sheep and I kill lions and bears all the time. <laughs> it's like, okay, who's this guy? You know, that's kind of awesome. Like, oh yeah, I just, you know, it's an average Tuesday. I'm just out there killing lions and bears. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So yeah, his 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 skill and his strength, obviously, just in being able to like you know handle himself in those kinds of situations, I think was obvious, and he had a lot of confidence in himself because of those things. So I, I liked that. I thought that was pretty awesome. The bear mauler. <laughs> yes, you know who's this guy walking down the street? Oh, you know he's the guy who kills lions. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you guys learned about being a man from this story and how would you um, want to put some of that into practice in your life? Um, Something I learned about being a man is just to have, like, courage. Like, yes, it will seem scary and, like, it's a nine-foot man, but, like, yeah, like, you need to have courage and God will help you along the way through anything, like, your homework assignment or killing a 10 foot tall man, you know, whichever one comes first. <laughs> yes. Eli, what about you? What's something that you learned about being a man in this story? Um, 
I for sure could just see like, you know, kind of what Colton said with like just David's courage of like, hey, he's this youngest son of eight different brothers. And, you know, like he's the last person in that he wasn't even a part of the army. And he is the last person that you would have thought to go up and fight this nine foot tall giant. But the thing was that like he believed in God and he knew that God was there. So like something that we could take away from that is just like we know that like if God is with us, then we can accomplish what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I agree. I think that's fantastic. Um, okay. Well, here we are at the end of the episode and at the end of each episode of the Manly Tales podcast, we'd like to leave you guys, the listeners, with uh, some questions to be able to ask each other so that you can keep the discussion going after the episode is done. So we've got one question for the dads and one question for the sons that you guys can talk about with each other. So our question today for the dads is, if you knew God was with you, what challenge could you face with more courage? And our questions for the sons is, what giant-sized challenges are you facing today? Mm, Those are good questions. Okay. All right. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and have a good time continuing your discussion. And we will look forward to talking to you next time here on the Manly Tales podcast. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bear Mauler. Manly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit ManlyTales.com. Hey dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.